Welcome to another episode of Team Anywhere, where CEOs, leaders, and experts at building teams, companies, organizations, and amazing cultures share how to lead from anywhere in the world. I'm your co-host on the East Coast, Judy Bianco Mathis. And I'm your co-host on the West Coast, Mitch Simon. And we invite you to join us to Team Anywhere. Today on the podcast, we interview Trevor Rappoli, CEO of CorporateFilming.com. Trevor's strategy to lead remotely has been to treat his customers as friends. He shares several strategies he uses to stay close to his clients, which has led him to the best year of his company's history. He also shares how transparency has been the key to building a team that is 100% committed to the company and their clients. Much of this comes from his greatest tool to choose new business asking his team what types of clients they enjoy working with and which clients they have had the most fun with. Hello and welcome to another episode of Team Anywhere. And today on the podcast, we're really excited to have Trevor Rappoli, CEO and storyteller at CorporateFilming.com. Now, Trevor, I met on a call with a sales leadership organization. I think it was the Sales Management and Leadership. The SLA, the Sales Marketing. Oh, Ken's going to kill us. Yeah. Ken Schmidt will kill us. It's SMLA, Sales Marketing and Leadership Alliance. There we That's go. It. And I was, I remember I was driving around packages for, um, to give away to uh, my synagogue. And you were on the phone. I'm like, this guy is really, really great. Cause I was, I was impressed with how you made everything about story, how we all need to be great at telling our story and how we need to build our businesses based on our unique story. So Trevor, what's your story? I love that. Um, thank you for having me on Mitch. Uh, man, my story is I started filming since I was 13 back in 2001. You had the VHS to DVD and I was converting those. I filmed with my dad's big VHS camera, you know, that thing you put on your shoulder, you know, and you lugged around and, and all that. So I've been filming since I was a kid and I, I love it. That's great. And so let's just go into, um, we really wanted to focus today's conversation on how to support companies like your own. Uh, you know, as I mentioned, you're a CEO of corporatefilming.com. If you could tell us a little bit about, um, you know, how many people are in your, uh, company, um, and what's been your personal story facing down COVID with, you know, gosh, Trevor, you're in the filming business. That's a business that really requires, being with customers. So how have you done that? And what words of um, wisdom would you have for the listeners? Man, it's been a intriguing time right now. I mean, with COVID, we had about 60 days of no new revenue and we were letting partners not pay and we were letting them, um, we just really wanted to be a friend, right? Because I'm a big fan. I'm a big believer in, I think we talked about this last week, but Budgets are like sinks. They will eventually fill right back up. So I wanted to be that person that was just there for them. So um, during this time, we kind of had to take about 50 steps back. We're like, why are we not getting any new leads? Why Why are deals not closing? And Mitch, it's because we didn't show that we can work from home and that we were being safe um, um, on site. 
So the minute that we st- we began showing my team in masks and we have a COVID safety officer, our sales shot right through. The right, so you're, what you're telling me is you're using video, the 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 industry that you're in, to be able to make people feel safe about the industry that you're in. <laughs> It's actually really funny. That's exactly what we did. I took, Mitch, I took 50 steps back. I'm like, God, why? Of course there's a virus going on, but we can still film. Like people need marketing videos. This is, this is insane. And I said, oh, so I put extra budget towards one shoot. And I said, guys, your job is to film the film crew being safe. And it just took off. You now see on our website, it's a big banner at, at the top see how we are being safe and it just it just people feel safe because a third of people still don't feel like they can leave their house so being able to to show we are being safe and you're going to be safe it worked really well okay an immediate question have any of your clients copied what you've done using you as the as the film crew to film how to be that they in fact are being safe so yeah, the, 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 we are getting so deep in this topic, but I love it because yes, they're like, oh, I'm like, yes, let's film your tech walking into an office with a mask on. Let's film your people at the office wearing a mask. More importantly, let's also interview people over Zoom in their home and we can still create a marketing video from that. Like I, I just, I just was people don't wait until this is over to film because man, we thought this would last two weeks and now we'll look at where we're at. So, and, and I know this is not a, com- a commercial for corporatefilming.com. Uh, maybe it is, but, <laughs> you know, sponsored by corporatefilming.com. No, actually, Trevor's paying me nothing <laughs> to, uh, to, to, to uh, record this podcast. Um, but I'm wondering, is, is, is there a message that you have to, to companies out there on... Um, you know, the benefits, let's say, of connecting to their customers by actually filming them on Zoom? <laughs> you, know, can, you know, do people really, Trevor, want to see that? So I think the minute that we realize it doesn't matter what I want, it matters what your prospect wants to see, that's when we realized you need to still create video. And more importantly, Nobody trusts anybody anymore. You're not meeting people at the bar, at expos, at the trade show floor. So for the ability for your salespeople, for your CEO, to be able to tell their story in a concise 60 to 90 second film that you then email out with every lead that you send, it just makes you a human. It makes your story. It's like, who's this guy emailing me? Like, oh, it's Mitch. He has... I, I don't know how how many dogs you have, but, but he has 10 dogs and he loves to, to kayak on the weekend. I just totally made those facts up. But it just makes you a human because they know your story. Great. I'm going to go get nine more dogs and start right. kayaking. Um, <laughs> and then I wanted to know, tell me about um, how you've been able to lead your company uh, virtually and, and what would what would you tell our listeners? Um, because again, you're like, you know, many of the listeners, um, actually many of the guests we've had has, has been knowledge workers and your, your crew is not well, knowledge workers. Your crew is a crew and they are out there. So how have you been able to, um, 
fire them up. How have you, how have you been able to use story to um, to influence, motivate them, and keep them together? So I listened a lot, and I read a lot of stuff. Like, what should you do during this time? Right? How can you lead people? I just led with transparency. I just led with, "Hey guys, I don't, I don't know what to do, just like you, but we're gonna figure it out." Like, I, I don't know that. I mean, it sucks that our biggest client just, you know, lessened their contract by half. Um, we're gonna get through it, and I'm doing X, Y, Z, and I need, I, and I need you to do X, Y, Z. I, I feel like I became, I just got more transparent. Like, hey guys, that six figure deal I thought I was going to win, that's, that's done. But hey, I have two $20,000 deals that were like, I was just more honest with them. And, Mm -hmm. and I, and I read, I listened to a lot of the entree leadership with, um, Dave Ramsey and I I was, yeah, love him. And he was like, just be honest and you have to be the voice of reason because your team will always think it's 10 times worse than what it actually is. So you have to come in and be positive and say, we're, we're going to get through this. And my team laughed, hopefully with me. I was like, guys, we're not sitting still. Like we're going to rebrand, make a new website. We're going to tell all of our stories because now we have time to, and we're going to get a new logo. We're going to redo our, our membership model. We just didn't sit still. And I think that really showed them like, oh man, I lost that. Hold on. You, this is going to be edited, right? It is now. It is now. Sorry. Well, you know what? That's authenticity. Let's keep. Let's keep on going. It really. That's really funny. It showed. It just made me a more honest and transparent leader, and I think that's what COVID really taught me what to do. And I wish I would have led that way for the past five or six years. Yeah, it's really interesting, Trevor. That it has taken a pandemic to really transform us as leaders to do what leaders are supposed to do. Hmm. True. Uh, what I wanted to know what, what impact did it have on your employees to not only tell their story, but to actually have their story filmed and to have their stories online for everyone to see. Mm-hmm. So I think I first had to, had to do it myself. Like I first had to tell my story and then they realized, oh, that's really not that bad. How I sold it to them, right? Because I wanted to get their buy-in, right? Yes, I could have said, I need you on video and I'm not asking, but I never do that. I wanted their buy-in with it. And I said, hey guys, how... Like I led with this. I said, guys, we're bound to do something wrong. Like we are literally bound to royally mess up with someone once, once each year. But if they have seen you on zoom, if they know your story, if they know that you have kids and you love dogs and you love to go to the movies and it's, it's in this concise humanizing video, I believe that someone's like, ah, man, but they're so nice. I'm, I'm fine. And I feel like that's what the story does. It just, as, I mean, we all mess up, but if you, if that person doesn't know you, you're now just a vendor. You know what? I'm going to move on to, an, to another vendor. 
But once it kind of instills loyalty, it's like, Trevor, hey, I saw in your video that you're a triplet and you refereed D1 soccer and you started this business when you were 13. I'm now different than the other 20,000 videographers out there because everyone else films films outward, but I turn the camera on us and film us. And that's really why I believe we've scaled because I've let the prospect see the real us. Wow. Tell me a little bit about, I, I hate to, to turn it a little bit, but, um, that's just so, so powerful. I really wanted, I really wanted the listeners to hear about this. Um, something else that you did in COVID that you, that you mentioned was you started to connect to your customers every month, no matter what. Tell me, tell me more about that. I was really fascinated about that change in your practice. So it's so funny having to articulate the thousand ideas that I have in my head. Right. And, and we used to be very one-off videos. People would pay us every three years to make one video. They wouldn't see 95% of the content because we film for seven hours. They make one short video. It didn't make sense. And I thought to myself, why aren't they coming back? And I said, well, why would they, they made one video. That's what we recommended. So why would they, they've checked the box. So I got the idea from a marketing, uh, a PR firm that we use. Um, they started it years ago and I never really did it. They did this bi-monthly call. I'm like, God, that seems like a lot. Like that seems like a lot of time, like to just sit there and talk about updates. But then I forgot about it. And then when COVID hit, I'm like, guys, we need to hop on a monthly call with every single person that we film for. And Mitch, what that did is it made our phone calls just became getting to know them. Hey, we know COVID. Oh, you, I mean, you have no sales. Yeah, we have no sales. So how's your month going? It just became a friend. We're, we, we just became a friend. And I got so, we as a team got so ingrained. Like I tell myself, how do I get on someone's calendar as much as I can? And that is the, that is the monthly call. It's a monthly call where we, talk about updates, future, da, da, da. but during COVID, they saw our face. I mean, it was really hard for me at the, at the front. I'm like an extrovert. I was seeing no friends. My team was all from home. I'm like, I'm going insane. I need to see people. And part of it was how do we be their friend? And that's what story. And that's what these monthly calls did is now we're, we're no longer a vendor that they pay. It's now we're friendships and that instills loyalty. And more importantly, that instills repeat business. That's great. That's great. That is just, um, that's a great practice that, um, I, you know, I'd hope that many of the people, many of our listeners would, would consider are already, already doing, uh, tell me about, how you are choosing your clients in this COVID time. Um, Cause this story you told me again was like, you got it. It's like, are you kidding me? So how are you choosing and listeners? This is, this is amazing. How do you choose your clients? Mitch, when I first began, I took everyone's money. Like we all do when we first begin, we're like, give me all the money. I don't care if you're low revenue. 
if you're my dad's neighbor, like I just need money, right? But the minute that I realized one of the main reasons, Mitch, why we got out of weddings at our peak, we did a hundred weddings a year. That's, I can't do math. That's five weddings a weekend. If uh, like about, hopefully that math is so it's kind of right. It yeah, just, for, the, for our listeners, we, have, we haven't said that, but um, Trevor, <laughs> yes, you know, I'm, thir- I'm sure at 13, you weren't doing weddings, but before you really became corporatefilming.com, you are a wedding videographer. Yes. So I've shot over like 300 weddings. I, I love it. And then as we scaled, I stopped filming, but we scaled too fast. I was the lowest price video team out there. So we got a ton of wedding deals. We're like, wow, we're scaling. What I found out is it was hurting it was hurting my team. They were not happy. Like with the wedding world, it's really, it's really hard to do everything right. And it's, 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 if you don't film one second of one thing and half the time be like, what are you talking about? I didn't know to film your third cousin from Europe at your wedding. You didn't tell me to do that. So it was like, it was just, my team was frustrated. Our week, our, our weekly meetings were two and a half hours where it was like, Who's going to make her happy? Who's going to make... And we had a lot of good people, right, that we filmed for. But I say all this, Mitch, because I now, in this very COVID world, I want... I choose clients that I know my team will love to work with. Because I'm not in the day day to day, right? Like, they are. So after every single time we finish something, I go, was that fun? And... Half the time, they're like, oh, my God, that was so fun. I'm like, why? They're like, oh, because we got to uh, write the script, and we got to tell the story, and they didn't bug us, and they didn't micromanage us. And I was like, okay. So now I do – I want to bring on partners that I know my team will love. And I can kind of tell on the first call if someone will be difficult or not. Like people don't ever change. Right. So if the first call, someone's being kind of short and rude and, and it's, this just happened last week and this was a six figure deal and every email was like, well, why is that? And why is that? And I want a seven minute video and why don't you offer stuff to us? Like you should be doing. And like, I backed off. I, 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 one, I, I kind of knew it wasn't going to go through, but I knew it would infuriate my team. They would not have fun. And if they're not passionate and having fun, they will quit. So in essence, I'm saving money on, on, on turnover and them leaving. If I just do things that make them happy. I just, I just love that. Um, you, you know, you got a, definitely a, a book there on, you know, <laughs> choose your clients by what your employees tell you is fun. Yeah. You know, and, it's just, it's a gr- great. Thank you. And, and I want to say of, of course, people listening, if we are really hurting for money, I would go to my team and say, I, I would actually leave it up to them. Hey guys, this guy might be kind of, might be out to work with, but I'm going to be transparent. If we don't sign him, we're going to have to cut back hours. I would just be transparent. And we've never, and of course they would say, let's sign him. And now I have their buy-in on that. So. Wow. And so, so tell me, um, tell me, um, what other practices do you have at work? Like what types of meetings do you have at work where you are bringing this trans, this additional transparency and how are you bringing this traditional trans, this, um, this transparency to your team? 
Yeah, so I used to hide all my numbers. I'm like, oh, we got a $4,000 wedding deal. They're going to think, why aren't I getting 50 bucks an hour? And then my business coach was like, Trevor, if they think that way, then they're not right for you. Like a good employee would be like, oh my God, that's great. Let's get 10 more. So with this whole world, like most of our partners we sign now spend anywhere from 30000 to a 100000 a year just on video, right? I used to kind of hide those numbers like because I'm going to think, man, they're going to come and ask for a big raise or, or something. And that hasn't happened because I have the right team now. So I think transparency-wise, I am letting them control their budgets first off. This is something I've never done. We actually just began doing it like a month ago where they know how much it costs their department to run. And it's just so they know, wow, Trevor got a $40,000 deal, but damn, it took 32000 to produce it. The office cost is 3000 a month. It's just they just realize there's so much more involved in, in it. So transparency-wise, I just started opening up the books and I stopped hiding how much top-line revenue we made, but I had to make sure I didn't just show top-line. I flipped the book at the end and I said, yeah, but look how much we actually kept. So they just they just see that Trevor's not off <clears throat> buying a house and buying a Lamborghini. So, yeah. That's great. And, and how do you, um, how do you stay in touch with your employees, uh, week to week since you are, I think, you know, I, I see, you know, for those of us who are listening to the podcast, uh, we see that, uh, Trevor has a plaque right, right above his coffee maker almost, which is like the world headquarters of corporate, corporate filming.com. So yeah. how do you stay in touch with them during the week? So I read, uh, I, I read a lot and I listened to a lot of podcasts when COVID first began and Dave Ramsey said, you cannot communicate enough during this time. Like over communicate, over ask about weekends, over figure out, like have, have empathy during this time. Um, and, and I just realized how do I check in with my team without having this be this half hour meeting? So we began it's supposed to be a five-minute daily meeting, but it turns into 15 because I it's honestly on me. I ramble. But it it everybody says what they did yesterday, what they will do today, and more importantly, we have a big win, uh, a big win um Monday. So everyone comes and they talk about their big win from last week. And it's just a great way to stay in touch with them. I require video, and I was very upfront about that. I'm like, if you don't have makeup on, I don't care. If your hair isn't done, I don't care, but I need to see your face. Like, we need to stay in touch more and more. And that, I honestly think we have built more of a friendship checking in every day because it's happy, it's great, and they're doing things that they love. And I'm, it's that is something I wish I would have done years ago. It's just having a five minute stand up meeting every day at the same time. And it just brings that transparency. But Mitch, more importantly, I'm telling them what I'm doing. Because it, people have no idea what CEOs do. Half of them think that we probably do nothing. We just book a sale and we go like, but it's so it's 12 hour work days. So I've just begun to be transparent with them more and more. So 
Wow. Yep. That's great. So final question, Trevor, this has been, uh, you know, this has been the Dave Ramsey love hour, um, <laughs> which is great. Is um, what, you know, do you have hope for, for 2021? Are you scared about 2021? You know, what's happening to you personally as we um, end this year and go into the next one? So I love that question. It's actually a very deep question. I think, Mitch, I, I don't think, because we didn't wait to pivot, we will be fine. We will be great. We actually had our best revenue of our entire company's history, which I just found that out yesterday. Through, Congratulations. Thank you. Through this, literally through this year. And that's with three months of like no revenue. And that's because we didn't sit still. We pivoted. I said, what do my prospects actually want? What pain points can we solve? And more importantly, how can we be a friend and tell their story and know little details? Like someone had a cat, so I got them, our team got them a bowl with their cat name on it. And it's just like, it's just those little things that when it comes down to the budgeting of what vendor to use, they're so loyal to us. Like if someone's 10,000 bucks less, I bet they wouldn't even go with them. So um, I say all that because we really prepped for this. We knew, I mean, th- expos are not going back to normal, like as much as I wish that they are. We are, um, we plan for this. And more importantly, I think I let go of control. There was a quote I heard. I love, I love quotes. And it was, you can have scale or you can have control, but you can't have both. And that, was really eye-opening so i've just let my team just operate and if i feel like i'm in the way i'm like am i in the way and if they say yes i'm like awesome what what do you need so i can get out of the way and then they just tell me so i i'm really proud of our team and mitch to answer your initial question to me it's just we prepped for this and more importantly we're on a annual investment fee. So I'm closing deals now that we're going to be getting for the next 12 months, just automatically. Wow. That's great. Yeah. I guess my big takeaway is, is to really make your, your clients your friends and, and then also to, to, you know, be fully transparent and fully appreciative of uh, your employees and, uh, and then I guess there's no telling what's going to happen to your company next year with, um, you know, God willing this, we have a vaccine and um, you can do your work without wearing masks and, mm-hmm. and uh, washing your hands every two minutes. Yeah. And, and, and I, and that's the thing, this could be done next month. This could be done in, I mean, I think masks are going to be around for three years. There's no uh-huh. way that it's going to suddenly go away. So people in marketing, you need to show your staff in masks. There's there literally no way especially if you're an at-home business or you're something you you have to like use your iphone you got it you got to get relevant is what it ultimately comes down to um but yeah it's really telling your story and more importantly mitch i like how we said the word friend a lot it's just it literally does no harm to be someone's friend and if somebody ever gets upset at you that you're trying to get to know them they were never going to sign with you anyway like that, if that is what teeters people over, they were never going to be, they were never going to sign. They just were too afraid to tell you that they didn't have the money. 
So there's literally no harm in being someone's friend in sales. Great. And yeah. Great. So how can people reach you? Where can they find you? Yeah. So corporatefilming.com. Uh, you can search uh, my name, Trevor Rappley, R-A-P-P-L-E-Y-E on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And uh, shoot me a message, Trevor, uh, at corporatefilming.com. All right. Well, thank you, Trevor. This has been an incredible interview. And thank you to our listeners. And we look forward to seeing you next week on Team Anywhere. Have a great day. And for all of those of you listening, uh, have a great new year. Bye-bye. Thank you, Mitch.